Welcome back. Welcome back. To Night Swims. What uh, is Night Swims? Well, it's a podcast hosted by two idiots who don't know how to run a podcast, who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, <laughs> and strange phenomena. Wow. Um, yeah, the last podcast... <laughs> so the last podcast that we it was It was last er, month. The, no, technically it was. The last podcast it was, it that was we recorded month. was... August. Hold August. on, let me guess, let me guess. August... 24th August 25th oh so close August 25th well I mean it's what uh, the 7th of September with Cameron Broomer yeah it, it was technically two Sundays ago so yeah. two weeks tomorrow yeah which um I'm pretty sure on that podcast on the August update we even said we're gonna um get on track um we miserably failed that uh we really need to well, just stop giving promises to people in, in my defense, I have been trying to record this podcast, but, but, but you, you put it off. No, but we so we put off the first week, and then I decided, let's not record one in the middle of the week. Let's go back to Saturday and do two. So we're so, doing two today. Yeah, so what we're doing today, today is... What? We're doing two today? Yeah. And uploading them today? Yes. Okay. We're doing two today. We just explained that. And then, yeah, the next, <laughs> next Saturday, we're getting... Hopefully back to the regular schedule with Douglas, and then next week is me, and hopefully that'll get back to it. Um, but yes, today we are recording this one, uploading it. Then we're taking a break, go, doing some uh, grocery shopping for our apartment, and then having the second one. Totally unneeded information. I'm letting them know the second one is going to be up our later schedule. today. All right, <laughs> it's Saturday. We have stuff to do. This way, we're also you know we're fresh on the next one. We're not recording back to back. You know, getting some energy out of the way. That way, we get fresh. You know, if a story comes up while we record, we get that and uh. Let's go make a story time. happen. Let's go. Let's go talk to some interesting people. Yeah. We're going to Walmart, so. We are going to Walmart. We're going to Walmart <laughs> and another place. We'll find somebody to talk yeah. to. But um, yeah. Uh, Douglas has the topic today. And then later today, and I will have Jackson one. has the topic today as well. Yeah, mine is uh, it's a one that we've been wanting to do for a while, and I think uh, it has? I hope I do it justice. One that we've been wanting to do for a while. One that one that's been on our list for a while. Well, I have um, a favorite topic. Okay. Not the specific topic itself, but the broad topic. Okay. Well, first off, you know, I have to go. You know, question. I know. A question yeah. a day keeps the doctor away. I was just saying we can we can keep and on this conversation. Being, it being Saturday morning, we uh we just watched Matthew McConaughey on College Game Day. What a guy! While we had some breakfast, and uh, they went over a couple games. So I'm gonna ask you, who do you think is gonna win tonight, Texas or LSU? Um. I'm going to go with LSU. Why is that? SEC. That's it? Yeah. What rank is LSU in the country? It's either six or nine. <laughs> I saw two numbers. Which one's Texas? Texas is nine. LSU is six. There we go. Where's the game at? It's in Texas. All right. There you go. Do you know what time? I'm I guess I, six. I don't. I think it's later tonight. I think, I think I think it's an evening game. I think Clemson and Texas A and M is at like one thirty. Dude, that's so crazy. How? We're, I mean, we're not used to this because we go to fucking South Alabama, but how on other colleges like big campus game days they stay there all day. I know. I I, I, I do was that. I have been thinking though. I think um, when the stadium is built on South Campus, we're gonna go tailgate. I think more people more people who go to South are gonna move into Kingswood because it's so close. 
like to the apartment. We, of the we already thought this through. Yeah, and then we're gonna have like a tailgate thing here, and then we'll go to the game. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know if it, if they. If I mean, they're dude, good, our parking lot's perfect for tailgating. That's what I was saying. Yeah. that's what I was thinking. But yeah, uh, it's college game day. <laughs> Great minds. That's think the alike. question. Doug's vote is LSU. I'm going yeah. with. I mean, I don't particularly like LSU, but I'm always pulled for an SEC team. It's a it's a toss up for me. I'll be honest. Either team has the ability to win, but for the sake of Matthew McConaughey, I'm gonna. Have I to I mean, I know I don't do honor to Matthew. I brought shame upon our dojo, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mr. McConaughey and Texas. Well, so Douglas, if you would. <coughs> Wow, me. Well, Jackson, back to what I was saying. This topic is a favorite of Night Swims for the broad spectrum of things that could be talked about. Is it aliens? It is aliens. Oh! <laughs> fuck yeah! But on the specific side, it's Bob Lazar and S4. Mm. Oh, Which really? I, I'm guessing you know more. I don't actually. You don't? No, not yeah, about you, Bob you Lazar. Research? I've never. I don't know a whole lot about uh, Bob Lazar. But a he has a Netflix special. He does. Yeah. It got shit on. Yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. shit on. Uh, speak. Speaking of Netflix, unacknowledged. Watch it. Yeah. Continue. So, I mean, have, I, you, fi- have you finished that? By the way. No. Dude, I've not watched the first hour. Oh yet. my gosh. But um, yeah. So we did a a question thing on our Instagram and um. I'm pretty sure the person who um, Charles, Charles, Charles Green, yeah, that for like I think the third time in a row has mentioned Bob Lazar, and yeah. we've we're finally doing him some justice. So Charles, wherever you are, this episode is literally because of you. It's, it's for you. <laughs> don't you know? Don't get your ego too high on that. Yeah, no, I know this is a big deal, <laughs> but uh, I hope that I do a good job. Yeah, I'm well. So I'm excited to hear about this because I I, I'm, I I have key points, but I'm hoping we can have more conversation okay. than reading. I've been thinking about like trying to do Bob Lazar, but I never could like figure out a way to uh, exactly get well, on this guy. Point with it, a lot of people think he's nuts. All right, because well, of all the stuff he's claimed. Well, let's hear it. Well, okay, so he. So I, I do have a question before we begin. Does he? Base a lot of his claims on like his personal opinion and knowledge, or his like personal ju- experience. Okay, much. so does he have like you look? You look at Bob Lazar and you look at a guy like Stephen Greer, who's worked in government for mm-hmm. like Let's, since like the late '80s, early '90s, who's spoken to CIA directors, uh, president aides, presidents have reached out to him. He has thousands of actual classified or now declassified documents about unacknowledged projects, alien stuff, all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. So does he, I'm guessing he leans more to the other side of the spectrum and talks of like I mean, extraterrestrials. Yeah, you, it's basically like people believe it because just cause he said it Okay, pretty much. So, like there is no extensive proof that he actually worked with S like S four and that, I've no and idea that, S four is. It's a specific part of Area fifty one. Oh, I have heard of that actually. Yeah. Um, so Lazar is primarily known for his claims for being hired in the late nineteen eighties um, to reverse engineer um, purported extraterrestrial technology at a site called S four, um, which I mean Area fifty one is pretty big, so it's located like 
several kilometers no, yeah. so that, away from uh, that claim could be true. No, it could. Uh, I mean, because, I'm not saying it's not true. Doctor Stephen Greer and his project, which is uh, called Serious Disclosure, and they have a website where you can look at all their files as well. He has uh, files of them doing that, like the mm -hmm. the um, the stealth, the giant stealth bomber that's shaped like a triangle, yeah. like a wide triangle. There's um, they, I can't remember if they made that because of what they learned from alien technology when it was first being made, or they designed an alien air quote craft that used like the same technology that? that looked that had the same build as the stealth bomber. And so there's like proof of this, there's videos and photos of this, there's files on this. So this claim so far could be true. Yeah. Well I mean what he says, like it doesn't it doesn't seem like you can make this stuff up because like um I mean he claims to have examined an alien craft that ran on on an antimatter reactor powered by the element like the unsynthesized element 115 which today is known as muscovium never heard of it it, it <laughs> i mean you didn't take chemistry i didn't i didn't i haven't taken chemistry i took one since. year of chemistry in high school yeah never heard took, of it at, so <laughs> who's failing the school system <laughs> <laughs> let's just attack the school right now so school doesn't acknowledge aliens Sucks. and that's bullshit some uh, teachers do, but case they're closed. crazy. Continue. Um, Put your arm down. I don't want to see your armpit. Don't do that. People <laughs> use that mic. Where's my mic? I grabbed the first two I could get. Oh, it's in a box. I'm you got sorry. yours. I'm, I grabbed the first two. <laughs> um, so what is element 115, you ask? I did ask that. It is Muscovium. <laughs> Keep going. Podcast done. I'm done. <laughs> Um, so muscovium now is a synthetic material, which means, um, or s chemical, which means that it's, it doesn't occur naturally on earth. So it's like created? Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't created until like 2003 when a joint team of, um, U.S. scientists and Russian scientists synth like actually synthesized it. But I mean, the fact that. So, like, what I don't get is, like, how did he know? I guess it, I don't know. You're it, getting, it's weird. You're getting really, like, stuttery on this. I am, because I'm trying to think of what to say. But, like, like how did he, like, I don't get how he knew if, like. <laughs> well, maybe it's true. Maybe he's telling the truth. Well, yeah, but, like, was Element 115 a thing before? Muscovium was synthesized or something. If this is something you should have looked up. I, d I tried. Ah. It's, it's not a a common thing to look up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, let's see what I got here. <laughs> so yeah, so this this chemical does not occur naturally on Earth. So if this is true, it obviously occurs naturally on another planet or ah. something oh i see yeah so aliens give us that naturally occurring muscovium so we can have anti uh matter reactor spaceships please <laughs> you hear that yeah it's like a phone yeah whose phone was that 
That was my phone. That was weird. Sound like a landline. That was really weird. <laughs> Gotta calm down. Yeah, keep going. <sighs> okay. I need to sit up for this. Yes, you do. So. So what Bob Lazar, or who I like to car, call Bob Lazar, like Bulbazar, um, he claims he examined at S4 is an alien spacecraft that was powered by an antimatter reactor that ran on unsynthesized muscovium. So muscovium that occurs naturally so na- so somewhere nat- in our universe. Okay. Well, so how, how were they able to tell? That's the thing. Like, I don't... He just claims that? He claims that. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I guess... The thing is, like, hey, aren't you, like, supposed to, like, not talk about this stuff? No, that's not true. I mean, so technically... Unless you're explicitly so, told so not to. So technically, another thing that Steven Greer goes over about is that he's had people work under him. And as of right now, he has about 900-plus people that are on his, air quote, team that are willing to talk about stuff that they've been involved in. But he's had people that have talked about stuff that have died naturally mm-hmm. air quotes well that's a, i remember so talking about you have um, to you technically are not allowed to talk about like certain things because they will threaten like like in the documentary unacknowledged he talks about how like there were people that were like threatened by someone getting like calls at like four in the morning and then like blowing up his mailbox and like all this stuff about this one guy that uh they had on and he was just trying to he was wanting to tell the truth about these things and that's what his whole deal is he Stephen Greer essentially is wanting to uh, release the lid on all the stuff that is classified that people aren't allowed to talk about. So in a turn, in a way, Bob Lazar is allowed to talk about this. But a strategy that the government would use is because intimidation and stuff. Well, no, they could also just leave him be because a lot of the times, I mean, if you have this guy named Bob Lazar who's talking about all this stuff, and then he tries to make a documentary about it, it gets absolutely shit on, and then you have people constantly uh talk poorly about him and how he's crazy or everything Actually, and i the, talked about that yeah then the government is gonna sit there and be like you need to stop talking or blah blah blah, blah because no one's listening to him because they're saying he's like crazy and all this stuff so in a way he could be telling the truth and the government's not doing anything about it because people aren't taking it seriously because like if the government can have someone not be focused on without their inclusion then they're going to do that because that's saving them work Mm -hmm. so for all we know he could be telling the truth but because he's i guess coming off a certain way that makes it not believable then they're not going to do anything about it well i mean i feel like if you claim something as radical as he claims which will have a couple more well yeah i mean Um, yeah keep, keep going through some more i mean i feel like if it's if it's a lot to people that they're just going to write it off in my opinion what cuz you got to like you got to ease into it in the topic of aliens yeah and he just goes hard from the yeah beginning. i mean cuz like the stuff he saw at S4 is isn't the only thing is he also claims to have read US government briefing documents that describe alien involvement with human affairs for the past 10,000 years so I, i'm guessing like pyramids yeah they built that well so that's another time i guess but there are hieroglyphics of like like real hieroglyphics that are thousands Mm -hmm. of year old depicting like flying crafts and well and and there's um 
Christian paintings depicting there are UFOs. there's Christian paintings there's cave paintings there's a lot of historical stuff like that we should mm-hmm. do a topic about that I'm gonna write that yeah. down real quick so yeah. get another point out of the way while I do this um uh, he claims to have sat in an alien craft and he said that the seats were uh too small for him to sit in so little aliens like That's little, true. little, little, um, what do you call them? Graylings or, uh, I think so. That could be another thing that could be true. Mm-hmm. If you, on the, on the subject or on the, but I on feel the, like that's how aliens are always depicted on the way of believing from this for, again, going back to Steven Grip because he just, he just has a lot that pertains to what we're talking about right now. I'm not going to talk about him every single episode, mm-hmm. but he has more files about the aliens. He said they were like four and a half to five and a half feet tall. Yeah. So they're not from, just for some of the stuff from his grays, from his uh, his project, they aren't depicted as being like these huge like humanoid sized. Oh yeah. So that that could all right. So keep going. Um, he says aliens are from Zeta Reticuli, which are a pair of G-class stars, like sun-like stars, that are um, about thirty-nine light years away from Earth, which. I mean, I've never heard of Zeta Reticuli. I've heard of um, Alpha Centauri. I haven't heard of any. So You haven't heard of any? Mm. It's in our galaxy, I'm pretty sure. Milky Way. It's beautiful. 39, is it? How big is the Milky Way? It's pretty big. Oh, okay. All right. Like, I, I can't wait till we have space travel to where we can actually travel out of the solar system. You think we'll be alive for that? No. Yeah. I mean, unless cryogenics is around. Well, also, unless... You know, they. The, oh, I'm I'm talking too much about Stephen Greer, so let's well, let's focus no, on we're that. having a conversation. Well, so a thing, another thing that he claims is that um, they've had the government per se has had their hands on technology that is way beyond their time since Nikolai Tesla. Like Nikolai Tesla was able to create. To sum it up, Nikola Tesla, in a short way, he created energy from nothing, essentially. Yeah. And so there's believed to be this. I'm not. I don't remember it, so I'm gonna butcher it. I think, but he believed, and it's claimed this is how like aliens can travel sometimes. Is there's this ener- energy field surrounding us, built up of uh, it's like free matter or something like that, and that. That's how Nikola Tesla was able to create energy, as he pulled from that field. Mm-hmm. So when he died, that's why all his papers went missing, because he he wanted to make energy free to people. He wanted to make a a a free sort of energy source to where everyone could thrive. So then you tra- you fast forward later with uh, encounters and the government picking up all these different technologies. They have all this stuff that's far more advanced than um, anything that anyone has ever come up with that is a human. This guy in California figured out how to make a car using nothing but water, mm-hmm. run on nothing but water, and that would have saved it people. Would have, didn't, didn't that get um, written off by the government or it something? It did. It, he had a patent for it and everything, yeah. and it just got written off. He like It never like took off. He was featured on the news. You can look this guy up. It's a real thing. We're not making that up. And he was way ahead of the time at all. But then you have like the economy. The economy. You yeah, have that's all what, that's, these big corporations with people supporting the government that run these corporations. And they're cashing out. And they're not going to allow all these, 
you know, much better alternatives to how we live because then that's going to fuck up the stock market and fuck up all these big corporations that then give money to all these other bigger corporations that then build up on the government and the economic economical status of america well that's what um that unacknowledged documentary was talking about it's like we have yeah no all no that technology there's, there's proof there's real files real class or declassified now government files describing all this stuff and how they all do this and then you have higher up people essentially saying no that's not going to happen we're not going to do this like because according to serious disclosure they've discovered um all this stuff that would allow poverty to end they would create world peace because there wouldn't be no need for war because war essentially is a battle for resources and if you have everybody having the same hugely advanced resources that allow for all this great strides in humanity to live and thrive and all this stuff then there wouldn't be no need for that but war also generates a shit ton of money and so does everything else that is in today's technology so yeah, then until so if there's Honestly, no need... until these big CEOs of these like corporations that run like make money off of war and like fossil there's, fuels there's and all honestly, that until un- honestly until they're like dead no no because it's still gonna happen there's no way any of this will ever happen unless a president or a prime minister or someone the first thing they do when they get elected to office is say fuck you to everyone that's trying to tell me what to do explain everything and pull someone who's in the other side of this forward and have them prove all this stuff because that's what i was thinking about like no one unless you're like a super high up figure you're not going to be able to like do anything like this so like like they even talked about um they would have news stories uh that i'm i'm essentially going over the entire documentary at this point but it pertains to what we were talking about um, remind me of the point again, just so we don't lose people. I was just talking about how um, Bob Lazar claims that we've had like oh the alien, human interactions, alien, yeah, alien yeah, 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 human yeah, yeah. affairs, yeah, right. So I lost my train of thought. Oh, so so the so there's there are files and stories in the media where Stephen Greer specifically wanted to make a push for media to announce these sort of things that have been discovered and then i forget what they were called someone from the government who's secretly working at this big company says you either change your story uh exaggerate it so it's not as serious as you say or we aren't going to run it whatsoever and nine times out of ten or most more likely ten times out of ten they just don't even run the story because it doesn't pertain to what is economically beneficial to the higher up powers in the government. Mm-hmm. So to summarize everything, there are technologies out there. There's even, there was a, um, I'm trying to remember that. There was a group of medical, uh, I don't know if it was students or professionals, who discovered a sort of, I want to say it was chemical or something, that slowed down the progress, the progress of cancer. Like cancer in general and all this other um, I mean, we're getting into that was all a, this. yeah that was essentially a cure for cancer and but that's you don't get a lot to hear about that because that wouldn't really do anything for money and economical status in the medical field so yeah uh, I got off topic I ranted but to summarize <laughs> shut up to summarize uh, Bob Lazar is more than likely right about alien interaction for 
however many years, like what, 10,000? 10, 10,000 years. And them helping, because, <laughs> and them helping everybody, but. We're not letting them. The help. higher up powers uh, don't want to see that happen because the higher up powers want to have a structure that they control, that they create, and that they are able to manipulate for their gain. So, thank you. Which, I mean, that's why I think so much about, like, how much bullshit authoritative figures, like, put out there. I know shit. It's, it's, it pisses me off. But then again, like, you have to think, like, who is really telling the truth? We don't know. Steven Greer. But that I fucking love that dude. He's cool, but like that's just from a conspiracy theorist standpoint. He's not. He's not a conspiracy. Uh, I know that, but I'm talking about us. Oh, I see what you mean. Like we we like. Of course, you want to believe that we have the stuff to save the world, but it's not going to happen. Here's my issue. I I was always kind of like, oh, I wanted to. I want to believe all this, but. Then at the back of my mind, I was like, I mean, what are the chances it's all true? But then if you go on FBI's like official website, you can read files about the Roswell incident and them talking about how it wasn't a weather balloon, how it was like real like extraterrestrial shit. So when I learned that that was actually a thing that you can do on your own time, mm-hmm. not a lot of people know about it for some reason, which I encourage anyone listening to do that right now, unless for some strange reason they took it down which would be crazy if they did, then that is kind of what turned me to like, oh, there's no doubt that if they've been, if, you know, if they were writing about in the 40s, there's no doubt that they're probably all that shit that we were talking about earlier about like the historical paintings and whatnot, then there's definitely got to be some cases of them being around for hundreds of years. Because last thing I'll say about Stephen Griff for a while, (laughs) another claim he makes is that um, the extraterrestrials, because he doesn't like to call them aliens because... That sounds invasive. They aren't here to um, attack or conquer. They're mainly here I mean, to calling them aliens doesn't mean they're here to attack. It's well, just, it just he, means that alien means not from yeah. Here I know. Foreign. I know. That's but what it he, means. he he rather he says extraterrestrial because he wants to get he wants to get PC with it. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get more like he likes to say that more because it's it's more of an accurate term it makes you sound smarter yeah yeah et and he says that and he he will he claims from what you know he's dealt with since the late 80s and all the files that he's accumulated and everything they aren't here to um harm they're here to observe and help because well now hold on now it's the last thing there was a occurrence i think it was during the cold war where um and he he knows this because someone that was working on this air quote project left and is on his team during the cold war i want to say it was the u.s was about to launch it was like 17 warheads that are like in like missile silos or whatever across the country and the claim is and i don't know how true it is but it seemed very believable because of who he was talking with and how higher ranked they were in the government every single launch sequence failed at once and wouldn't work whatsoever. Well, how many how many warheads? I think he said it was like 17. And they all failed at once. They all failed at the exact moment, spread out across the United States. And he says that this is an instance of 
the extraterrestrials not wanting to see Earth go to war against one another. They, because they want it to they want to they don't want to help, but they want to intervene in whatever way they can uh, secretly, air quote, I guess, to prevent something that would not be beneficial to Earth their as studies. A whole. Yeah, not really to their studies, but to Earth as a whole. They're more so here, that they are helping. They're more here to observe help in the background, yeah. I guess is a better yeah. way to put it. And keep behind the scenes help. Yeah, and keep the peace as best as they can. Well, yeah. I mean, and from what we have talked about, they've obviously helped us with technology. But well, they've tried. Well, no, like we have that. We have the power to alter like alter what we use today, like cars running off of muscovium and <laughs> floating around. That'd be sick. That would be sick. I mean, I don't know if I'd give it my Tahoe that easy, but Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> That car's my baby. One last thing about aliens. Oh, no, we're, Buzz we're Aldrin sure. said when he was on the moon, he saw extraterrestrials. One of on those the little moon. spider things from Apollo, whatever. No, he. <laughs> What's that movie? Apollo thirteen. Apollo eighteen, I thought, or Apollo nineteen. Seventeen. Seventeen, maybe. Yeah. But yes, Buzz Aldrin. First off, there's no way the Earth landing was fake. The moon landing. The moon landing. <laughs> There's no way the moon landing was fake. You can say Stanley Kubrick or Steven Spielberg or whoever filmed it on a soundstage and that the flag waved or whatever. Okay? Shit like that happens. Okay? We I mean, weren't, not in space. We weren't experts on space. We, we had no idea how everything worked back then. That's the thing. At Nobody's least to the an public. expert. Nobody's no one, an expert on no space. No one's an expert. Do not try to be an armchair expert about space. All right? The moon landing was real. There's... It, there's just there's no way it wouldn't be real. Also, the Earth, the Moon's not a hologram. Throw it back to yeah, the that, was, podcast. that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin himself said that when he landed on the Moon, and I want, I'm gonna look up the exact quote well, uh, next time. And also, you know how they people say, air quote, experts say, some planets can't support life. They can't support how we live because we need oxygen, sunlight, food, and mm-hmm. and shit. But, uh, you know, ex- extraterrestrials might not need that. I mean, we might not have seen them, but they could still be there, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. We, I don't know who to believe. Yeah. I believe myself. But, yeah, to summarize, I believe in when myself. Buzz Aldrin was on the moon, again, they, showed, they filmed stuff for the public that you could count as U.S. propaganda because it promoted something that we accomplished and everything. They spent a lot of time not showing stuff to the public that they were filmed about. Buzz Aldrin and several other astronauts who have been on Apollo missions or just missions in general have come out and said that extraterrestrials do exist. It's kind of dumb not to think that regardless. But Buzz Aldrin has stated that when he was on the moon, there was stuff that he observed and that other people who have gone to the moon have observed on the moon of I want to say he said something of the best way to describe it was there were crafts hovering far away that were just observing. They weren't interacting with them whatsoever. They weren't attacking them. They were just observing. And so not the episode that's going to be today, but hopefully the next episode, I will remember to look up that exact quote so I know what, uh, what I can, so I can get the quote right in his explanation of it. Right. Hmm. So, yeah. 
That's weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I believe that they're friendly. Well, just observing. Um, but I believe if we try to fight back, which is likely due to our trigger-happy president or somebody, mm-hmm. um, then they will be hostile. Oh, so we're going to keep getting off Bob. It's our topic. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> All right. So there is a claim made by Stephen Greer that is backed by higher ups that he had a conversation with, I want to say, a CIA director or a NASA director or something like that. Um, and he claims that in the future, if it comes to it, using holograms and um, no, not using holograms, using crafts that the government has crafted from alien technology um when it comes to it oh, that yeah. the government will stage an alien invasion yeah. much like people believe 9-11 was staged stage an attack on themselves to then have people be against be united against yeah extraterrestrials. Have, be united against extraterrestrials so that people will then believe what they want to believe. I mean, that's what he says. Like, that's how the government created, like, Al-Qaeda and all that. that. Yeah, that's a claim. But, yeah, that's another claim by Stephen Greer that he's been... He's talked about that claim for uh, years. He goes way more deeper into it than what I just did on the documentary. Um, and he goes in way deeper about a bunch of this stuff. But that is a... What we were talking about, um, the hostile thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that is a... Re- that. That is a way that the government plans to make turn the public against um, the aliens, if that ever extraterrestrials. Happens. Sorry, we're keeping it PC. So yeah, so that is a claim uh, by Stephen Greer and people that have worked with him that uh, used to be in that type of field and then left because they didn't uh, like what it was about and wanted to let people know about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Bob Lazar. Um, I mean I. To conclude... We're not done with Bob Lazar. I know, I'm talking. Oh, to conclude the... Yeah. Got it. Well, no, to, to just conclude. Got it. Um, I, I believe... I believe. I believe him. His claims are outrageous, but I think... I, no, extreme no, is a better word. Well, same, same thing. Yeah. But... I, I just think that so many people shit on him that that's also staged. Not a lot of people shit on Stephen Greer. No, that, that I know. What are you he definitely sh- he definitely seems more respected than Bob Lazar. But um <laughs> I mean Bob Lazar has his own company, I think it's United Nuclear, where you can buy all this stuff. Let's see. I looked it up. Oops. Here's my mic. <laughs> he dropped <laughs> Uh let's oh hold on. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of a crappy uh, website, but you can get um, radioactive ore, radioactive isotopes, nu- miscellaneous nuclear items. Let's see, what, <laughs> let's see what's in there. It's like nuclear warhead, 50 bucks. Ammonium Oh, you can actually diuric. buy shit? Yeah. Oh, what? The uh, atomic seeds are sold out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but, like, this guy has access to all this, like, Stuff and is it he legit claims though? He, yeah. Can I see it real quick? Yeah. He claims to have, you know, a physics degree from MIT and other places. Has that been proven? I don't know. Oh, he has a new new one. Um, 
Oh, recently updated. Uh, what is Area, Area 51? 51. What is that? Oh, is it blueprints to a spaceship? Yeah. Oh, a shirt made from a sketch done by Balbazar during the filming of Jerry Corbell's film, Balbazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. And they have, like, an Area 51. Oh, it's, like, stuff you can sell. Oh. A movie poster. He's got... He's got That'd actually be kind of a sick poster to get to hang up on the Night Swim's wall. That would be cool. Ooh, that is cool. Area 51 reverse engineering. All right, we're getting, we're getting on topic. This is still on topic. Oh, yeah. So but what's the website called? It's called let them know. It's just called unitednuclear.com. Get, go get some chemicals and radioactive isotopes or something. Over 430,000 satisfied customers. <laughs> you got to think, who's buying this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I mean, he obviously has, you know, a way with radioactive stuff. So, I mean, that's probably... I wonder if any of this is real. Real? Yeah, like it I mean, could yeah, just be like you order. You probably have to handle it with real caution. But right. I mean, I he's he's obviously not screwing around. Mm. He's making money off of nuclear stuff. But when it comes to his claims about um, Area Fifty One and S Four and all that, I mean. Oh. I, Real quick. So, uh, Stephen Greer is coming out with another film. It's called, it called Close Encounters Un- of Unacknowledged? The, no, it's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. What? Yeah. What's and the so fifth he's going to. He's working on that, so that'll be out shortly, and I'm definitely going to watch that. What is the fifth kind? I'm honestly looking if. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that later. I'm going to save that. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I believe. I mean, I feel like Bob Lazar and. Stephen Greer are kind of on the same page when it comes to this stuff. But I think Stephen Greer has sort of made himself more respected in the conspiracy alien community. Extraterrestrial. Just because his movie was better. <laughs> um, I haven't watched the Bob Lazar film either. I haven't. I, I feel like we should. We should. Just to get a feel for it. Yeah. But... We'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, so. it had a cool poster. It did. So what are Those the what are your last cool. two things on Bob Lazar um, before we wrap it up? So I already went over this one th- one thing. Um, I mean, I there's this um, rational wiki page that um, that pretty much talked about all his claims. It 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 pretty much just crapped all over his claims of um, saying how he worked at S four and all that. And it cla- it crept all over his claims of getting a degree at MIT and all that, but um, it did that by that saying that there was no proof of anything that he's ever said. Who crapped on us? This this rational wiki page. Oh, okay. About Bob Lazar, and it it was kind of funny because it's like, what are the proof of his claims? That it just um, had a um like a little dust bunny rolling across the floor. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but um. I mean, I just think that those are placed there. Because, like, I feel like the government picks out certain people to discredit, pretty much. Because, I mean, although Stephen Greer, probably he probably went more in-depth on his claims and all that, just by saying, we have the technology, they're going to stage an alien attack and all that. Here's all the proof. Yeah. But I feel like for some weird reason, the government chose to pick out 
Bob Lazar and just sort of discredit him to make people not believe whatever he's claiming. But, I mean, obviously the government can't do that to everybody because people are still out there doing this stuff and not and getting, you know, well-respected within the scientific community and the conspiracy theorist community and all that. But, I mean, I, I still believe whatever Bob Lazar is claiming. I mean, I believe that aliens are small, four-foot, five-foot creatures who sit in tiny car seats. <laughs> I mean, that just seems completely rational to me. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. You don't know? I mean, I feel like I. I think I will I have. Know a, you know. I feel like I'll have a better opinion on Stephen or uh, on Bob Lazar when we watch that documentary, which I think maybe we should watch today, just while it's fresh in our mind. But it's football. The big game's not till later. Notre Dame doesn't play today. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah, I, 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 right now I'd have to say I'm iffy on Bob Lazar. Yeah. Because I haven't watched anything about him. I haven't read anything about him. The reason I'm so adamant on Stephen Greer is because I've heard a pod, I've ha- I've heard a podcast he's on, I've watched a full documentary, and I've looked up like stuff he's claimed on my own personal time, mainly the FBI thing with uh, Roswell. So I tend to believe him more because I know more about him. If I were to watch Bob Lazar, then I would have a better understanding of him. So I would have to say for right now, with Bob Lazar and his claims and all this other stuff to me i'm on the fence i understand that but i know your view on extraterrestrials they're 100 percent real yeah and i believe that within our galaxy there is a galactical buddy system from hearing <laughs> about what? from hearing about how they observe us, how they study us, and how they help us. I think that they're trying to make allies and trying to get us on their level of, you know, like technology-wise and world peace and all that mm-hmm. to so that one day, like, if they need help, we go to them. Dude, they should make a documentary about the Arizona lights. There might already be one. Oh, Kurt Russell. That was cool. That was cool. All right, so <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I just thought about that. So, okay, galactical buddy system. Galactical that's what, that's what we're system. naming this podcast. No, is, we already have a is great galactical name. a word. What's the name? The podcast is called Night Swim. No, I'm talking about the name of this episode. Oh yeah, we'll call it that. There, there's our name. We got it. <laughs> Remember purple ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so. This was a very in-depth alien one. Yeah. So Bob, it was about time. <laughs> yeah. So Bob Lazar, Charles, we hope we did you uh, justice. If not, I think we're gonna do another thing about Bob Lazar in the future after we watch the documentary and everything like that, just for the sake of it. So I'm gonna write down that. But I, I do have to say, um, yeah, I just, Bob Lazar specifically, I, I am know. a little hesitant about but I hope to not be once I watch uh, what he's made that makes sense well I mean from what it seems like not a lot of people took it well but yeah we're gonna have to do some uh, digging on that yep 
Well, I guess that's all we have. Before <laughs> we uh, go off the rails again with another Stephen Greer unacknowledged thing, <laughs> um, we're going to end it. If you can't tell, you really should watch the, St- the Stephen Greer documentary. <laughs> if, you're, if you're into this kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, if you are. It's but also pre- – oh, uh, Preston and Katie, longtime listeners, um, they watched the documentary – they very much enjoyed it, yeah. And I uh, had to say it was very uh, informative and believable. Well, they were probably really into it, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, yeah. To conclude, um, aliens are real. There's a galactical buddy system. Bob Lazar is eh, and um, Muscovium, and flying cars. So that's uh, that's pretty much what we learned today. All right. Douglas, not bad. Where can they not uh, bad. where can they find us on social media and talk to us about these types of things? Um, if you if you feel like talking to us on uh, social media, you can find us at nightswims.podcast on Instagram, nightswims.podcast or nightswimspodcast on Facebook. Or if you feel like emailing us, uh, if you're you know like old, uh, you can email us at nightswimspodcast at gmail I believe. Yep, nightswimspodcast at gmail. All right, and that is the plug. Plugs. Plug them in. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Happy Saturday. And uh, look forward to the next episode, which will literally be up in a few hours if you're listening to this as soon as it's uploaded. Yep, we have a busy day. So thank you for listening, and we will talk to you all in a little bit. (laughs) That's true. Bye. Bye. (laughs)